This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. Falzone. There she is. There you are. Woo, she is amazing. PhD, licensed mental health counselor, our resident expert. Love to do these shows with Dr. Angel. Four years almost, Doctor. I know. Can I hardly believe that? Hard to believe it. And, uh, and talking about other things besides you and your success, the Rays last Saturday, Pete. Yes. Ha- scored 19 runs they did. in one game. It was about time because that series stunk. It was, and all of a sudden, bam. I yes. mean, it was great. And, the, and you know what's even better about it? When mm. you're doing a sports talk radio show and yeah. you're trying to update it, watch the game, and host the show at the sure. same time, it's right. exciting. It was. And it was exciting. It was crazy. That was. Did you like the new stadium? I love I love the design. Yeah, I yes. love the design too. I hope yeah. it works. I, I hope, hope they can pay too. for it. I hope so too. But it looks wonderful. Translucent yeah. roof and uh, sliding yeah. doors. Doors. <laughs> I love it. And it and it shows Ebor City, so it's perfect. I, I know. Thank I think you. it's just finally the perfect chance. One here. thing the ownership and the organization has gotten right is this design. Yeah, now it hopefully is. they can come through with yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's what we will hope. We're yes. big baseball fans, and of course that's the title of our show, Go Yard, which means hitting a home run in life. So we always have to, especially during baseball season. <laughs> Absolutely. And Dr. Angel and I try to go to games from time to time, sometimes together, and they're a lot of fun. Uh, we haven't done that yet this year. We need to do we that. Not. Yes, we do. Yeah. So this show is all about hitting a home run. What does that mean to you, Doctor? It's living the best life that we can yes right here in the moment right absolutely and and uh you know our announcer is my son and i i love the way he says that about striking out because so often we do strike out in situations in our lives don't we a lot of times we not only do we just strike out then we kind of quit and we give right. up hope for something different or better and we can't do that well, because so many times we find ourselves in difficult relationship situations difficult life situations work family friends whatever and we don't know how to navigate out of the mess we're in and so we're starting a new series tonight that you and i are both very excited about we, we brainstormed this a couple weeks ago and the only thing i could come up with for a title was red flag blindness and one of our friends at lunch on sunday came up with blind man's bluff do you want to explain that oh and it was such a good title it is um you know a bluff yeah is you know an attempt to deceive another person that's exactly right and a blind man is someone who's choosing not to see that's right those bluffs those attempts to deceive so that's the title of this new series blind man's bluff and it's all about red flags i i've heard that term forever but i i would imagine doctor there's people out in our audience who don't even know what a red flag is i am sure there are what is a red flag a red flag it's a warning of danger or potential danger that could be coming up or a problem it's a it's a warning sign or my previous personal life of dating (laughs) (laughs) but you know what pete it's very common 
Okay. It is. It's a red flag. I it's mean, a red flag. It, I mean, that's what I associated with. If it's a red flag, it's about character. It's about something exactly. that sets you off. That's what we're going to talk about, and we're going to give a lot of examples of how do you know when you see a red flag. Mm. We're going to help people understand what they are and how dangerous they are, and what did they do about a red flag? Run. Yeah, this is going to be a probably a two to three week series because this we got a lot to say about this. Run fast. Right, run fast, run fast, <laughs> run, Forrest Gump. Right, run, Forrest, run. Run, Forrest, run. run. There you go. Okay. So, what are relationship blinders, Doctor Angel? I'm going to ask you that question first in just a moment, but we want our audience to know that at the end of the show, within an hour or so, it, this show that we're doing right now will be up on podcast right here www.tantalknetwork.com and so people can go and download it get it and listen to it again and again and tell friends about it um, and the other thing we want them to know that we are live in the studio which we usually are but every once in a while we are uh, you're off teaching i'm off traveling whatever we're doing and sometimes we do reruns but that's pretty infrequently and so we welcome you during the show to call in pete will answer the phone 727-441-3000 you could ask a question you can say hey this relates to me what do i do about this and we want our listeners to call in. We don't have mm-hmm. a lot of that. We have some of that. Some people re- prefer to text. You can text right here to my phone. If you're watching on video, there it is. And the number is 727-888-4171. 727-888-4171. Text in with your questions. Why would they want to do that? Well, that sometimes people want to stay anonymous and they don't want their voice, you right, know, sure. who will know who they are. And so, you know, texting is a great way of kind of participating with keeping your anonymity, your, keeping yourself anonymous. Your an- anonymity? There you go. Or whatever it is. All right. Question one. What are relationship blinders, Dr. Angel? What are they? So they're the relationship red flags. Okay. There's that uh, term that again. That warning sign that we ignore. That we ignore. So what about the person who says, well, I saw a red flag in this situation, but I didn't think it was that big. I just thought it was okay, and I just thought maybe that's not really a red flag. Maybe I'm just burnt out from my last relationship. And we're, by the way, we're not just talking about boyfriend-girlfriend-type relationships or intimate relationships. We're talking about any time that you have, you've gotten close to somebody. Maybe it's a best friend you know, or, or a friend, and you're spending a lot of evenings, you're going out to dinner, you're whatever, and then crazy stuff starts happening red flags true and you know it's funny because a lot of times these red flags are identified after something tragic has happened with that relationship and we're looking back at oh were there warning signs and they can identify them in hindsight but a lot of times we're ignoring them we're ignoring them while we're living them and we're going to talk about that a lot in this series it reminds me of so many times i like to watch those dateline things you Mm -hmm. know of how did this guy murder his wife or not and 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 a lot of times you know you can see some of that in things earlier in that show before you get to the murder or whatever the case may be all right so uh so why don't we see them why i mean what is is it about us are we just not smart enough no that's not it no what we're doing is we are tricking ourselves and not seeing what it is we see Okay, so it's we're seeing it. We see it, but we think we don't see it. But we're make, or, yes, we're or we think, ourselves. oh, or we have the guts to talk to a friend, and the friend says, "Oh, you're just making a mountain out of a molehill," right? Could happen that way. Yeah, could happen that way. Or we want or feel like this person is you know perfect for us, and so maybe we'll try and rationalize what we think we see as a flag, right. so we don't have to recognize it as a flag. Or maybe we'll make an excuse, right? Or maybe we will kind of disconnect from the problem. Um, we don't want to identify these flags when, we're, especially in the beginning of a relationship. You know, they talk about the rose-colored glasses. Right, that's it. This is it. That's blind man's bluff. That's, that's absolutely uh, it. Yeah, that's red flag blindness. Yes, but a lot of times in the beginning of a relationship, especially if people meet online, which we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when when it's a new relationship, maybe it's not somebody you've known all your life, and now you just start dating. It's usually not that. It can be, mm-hmm. but a lot of times these are people that you've just met recently, right? 
Uh, yes. A lot of times lot of these times. are people that, but we can be blind to existing relationships too. And sometimes they change. Right. You know, maybe we've been a friend with somebody for 15 years. Now all of a sudden there's these flags happening. And so we're making excuses for it. Like, oh, they weren't like this before or right. whatever. And so we still can choose to ignore things. Right. Absolutely. It's easy. Uh, what are some of the excuses? Just give me some ideas of what happens in relationships. A lot of times when something happens and maybe your friends are calling you going, uh, you know, last night when we were all out to dinner, there was some weird stuff going coming down with him or her. Uh, did you see all that? Uh, you know, friends a lot of times try to dance around the situation and try to try to appease and not just cut to the chase, don't you think? Oh, yes. A lot of times they do try to dance around it because they don't want to offend their friend um, when they're bringing up things that are concerning to them. And um, some of the excuses that we might use to kind of ignore these red flags might be oh maybe the other person's just tired they're working a lot and they're just super tired they didn't mean you know to get snappy at dinner the other night or they didn't mean to be rude with our friends it was just they're tired or and so the person whoever this person is that is experiencing this can think oh that that'll never happen again or that is just a one-off you know it's not going to keep happening right exactly and so they chalk it off and let it go or just like the tired maybe they're stressed oh they have you know big projects coming up their minds in a million places yeah or maybe they are saying this person struggles with intimacy they had so many bad relationships (laughs) so we're working through that isn't that a cue right there or a clue that there might be some red flags going on when Suddenly, they're telling you their whole life story quickly, etc. Or, or not? It should be, or, but a lot of times we miss that one because we want to believe we're that special person for that's them, it, isn't it? And we're the ones they can share this horrible experience. So, and then they're going to work through it, and they're going to get better, and they're going to get healthy, and they're going to be that person we want them to be. That's what we tell ourselves. Okay. Or we say, you know what, uh, I, what they're telling me about their ex-girlfriend or he's telling me about his ex-girlfriend, well, I'm never going to be like that. So, you know, he just needed to meet me. Right? Exactly. Right. It's not a problem because I'm different. It's not going to be, I'm not crazy or right. psychotic. Like um, a lot of people like to tell all their exes are crazy and oh, psychotic. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And the whole world can't be like that, right? You know, it's true. Um, they might make an excuse that, oh, they had a really tough childhood, and that kind of goes along with that oh, whole yeah. excess thing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm going to teach them to do it better, and we're going to be fine. They just need to see healthy. Right. So we start ignoring things. So basically, I like your word excuses. I'm going to make note of that because I think that is a very important word right here because so often when – the red flags are appearing. This is where the blindness comes in, mm-hmm. okay? And, of course, the person who is trying to bluff, blind man's bluff, trying to bluff the uh, this whole thing through and, and try to not appear to have any red flags can so often do that even when we're not looking for those they can be right there before our eyes i guess that's what i'm trying to say oftentimes they're right there in front of our eyes and the person in the relationship misses them completely and they stay with this relationship and then we see these flags turn into patterns and behaviors and then after a while it starts to you know tear these relationships up and so we can avoid a lot of heartache and a lot of stress Right. If we just started paying attention to flags as we started seeing them, does that mean as soon as somebody has a flag that we're, oh, we're done with you, bye? No. It just means that we're aware of what's happening. Okay. I want you to, I'm going to get real practical with you, okay. Dr. Angel. Give us an example. Let's say uh, a couple meets on match or somewhere okay. and they talk a little bit for a few days and suddenly now they're meeting for dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay. They've never met each other before. Okay, is there any particular topic that would be a red flag if they're sitting there at dinner the first time they've met that you should be aware of? Well, too much information too soon is always okay, a flag. Okay, i got to make note of that. Too okay. much information too soon. Okay. Always a flag. So as we are in a relationship, 
they are supposed to grow and develop and that okay. happens with trust and intimacy also right. it grows as you, i learn you're trustworthy i can share more with you um if i'm walking in and not knowing who you are and laying my personal life on the table wide open that is huge red flag it's it's not healthy why would huge. a person do that and i know this happens a lot mm-hmm. i've known people that it's happened to that have done this actually why would they do that? Well, be some, that open book on a first date, for instance. Okay, well, some of the reasons they do that is, A, they are lonely, 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 and they need someone to feel sorry for them and kind of want to get in their world with them. I see that. Sometimes it's it's a whole manipulation tactic. Okay. Um, sometimes it's mental health issues, why they're doing that. Sometimes, I mean, it can be a lot of things why people are doing this, but they're you doing... You mean just being that totally open, transparent book, and you've only met this guy an hour ago. Exactly. And so then the other person's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Look how much they've trusted me, and they shared all this instead of thinking, oh my gosh, why on earth would they be trusting me with this much stuff? Okay, good point. Um, And so that's big when you're meeting somebody. We shouldn't be having those deep, intimate conversations. This relationship hasn't moved to that trust level yet, and it shouldn't for a while. Well, let's let's just bring that up before we go on with this. Trust does not happen overnight, and it doesn't happen in a bunch of text messages and emails, right? Not at all. Not at all. Um, And so trust happens face-to-face. Okay. Some of— And why do you say that? Because that's I'm gonna I'm making notes of these things that I think are really important and that's it really is. a good and trust one. does happen when we're in you know face to face connection with somebody first of all um, when you're talking to somebody distant online email text messages they could tell you anything they want to tell you yeah yeah how do you know it's okay or true or accurate you right. don't you don't you know it's funny because my dad just recently started back in the dating world and he has gotten on all these apps to help him and he's like angel nobody is like they say they are on their oh, really? profiles they all are you know heavier than they say they are older than they say they are something's completely different than they say they are right yeah that's and so problem. how does that make him feel when he go, does he go on these dates with them? He does, and it's we've a had one- your dad on this yes. show. He's a great guy. We love him. <laughs> They've been a lot one time dates because he feels right. lied to because they right. misrepresented who they were yeah. to him, and so it he's like sees that more than not kind of thing. So misrepresentation. And uh, fight. In fact, while we're talking about dating sites, there's a lot of people that put pictures of somebody else or oh, yes. a picture when they were twenty and or twenty five, let's say, and now they are. 50 mm-hmm. but they have those younger pictures uh that's common isn't it oh very common and then there's the scams aha uh-huh. the internet scams where somebody makes a completely fake profile and a lot of times there's some foreigner like off in africa somewhere that's running this and they're scamming these people for money for money yes you know what i wasn't going to bring that up but that is good i'm glad you brought it up because I know somebody who got scammed for money years ago. Do you want to talk about that? And and how does that come across on these emails and these texts and all that? How does a person get into somebody's bank account? You know, they get in there. And why didn't they see the red flag? Exactly. That's why we're talking about it. They're putting the blinders on. So this person usually is, you know, comes across as being super supportive and pretty much everything. Like, they look at your site before they go in. So if you like football, they know about football. They like football, right? right? So they are learning to be a chameleon to Mm -hmm. what you like. And then you're just like, oh, my gosh, I found my soulmate. Oh, yeah, finally, yeah. And you're communicating and you're, you know, sharing more intimacy and telling more about your life. And they're sharing about their life and well not their life their made up life that they want to hook you with so they're making you think is that what's the term for that fishing no that's not it is it um i think there is a term catfishing is that something like that there are a lot of the terms that they put out for it and so you know and then after a while of talking every day and they build that deeper and deeper so we have more of a trust all of a sudden something they're going to come meet you you know they're setting up that oh i'm going to come meet you and right and then they need money. Yeah. And it's always about needing money. I mean, I know someone who mortgaged their house. You got to be vehicle, kidding me. All because they kept believing the story. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anybody like that. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. I can see how that can easily happen, though. Yeah, when especially you're when you're and lonely and you're vulnerable and you're alone, and suddenly somebody thinks you're the best thing that ever happened, mm-hmm. and probably is telling you that in all, all these. All the time, you you're are my the queen. answer to my life. Yes. You are. You're my king. I can you're see my ourselves married, and mm-hmm. right, absolutely. That's the promises. It's not uncommon, unfortunately. No, in and, fact, most people have at least one of these experiences when they've dated online. Yeah. And and the good things, I mean, there are good things about meeting people online. And I know people who have met and it's worked out. Yes. But I think this is more of a common story it, than the so success too. stories, don't you? I do think so. And because, you know, when you're online or on the computer, you don't know who is behind that screen. Right. You have no idea. You have no idea who's really behind that screen. And I think that whole concept with our you know where we are in time in in this world where computers this is what happens and a lot of people do meet that way uh it's a scary thing and i think that's one reason we want to do this series because we want to alert people that that's not the way to find your mate generally speaking generally speaking it's not i mean it's it's a maybe a place where you can start finding someone but if you're not having the face-to-face you're not growing real relationship right you're not growing healthy relationship um what happens a lot of times with these online relationships even when they do meet in person it's a vacation because they live far away oh yeah yeah you know we're building our relationship on without all our outside stress right (laughs) so it's easy for things to be perfect when you don't have to go to work or fight you know your normal life and then we get this false image that oh my gosh how perfect is this going to be and we're ignoring flags right because we don't want to see them right i don't mean us us you and me but i mean people there's this is a common problem which is why we're doing this series as as a red flag as an alert i'm telling you a warning sign good majority of counseling time has gone into people coming after the fact really of this relationship issue Mm -hmm. this is not something that you don't see this is something you see all the time wow 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 um, so all these people doing this are wasting time. They're, they're, they think they're, they're spending all this time with that person. I, I honestly think there's got to be an endorphin release or something hormonally that it's, it's like exciting. Oh, let me go to the computer and see what he says now. Don't you think? I've known people who did this. Oh, yes. And, you know, there was a movie that came out about 20, 25 years ago. You've Got Mail. You've back got in the mail. beginning That's of the right. internet. And, you know, they found and hooked up and had this, you know, happily ever after life. And so right. they kind of portrayed that this can happen to you. Right. And um, they do get excited. It does relieve, release those happy chemicals in their brain. It's got to. It's got and to. that euphoric feeling that happens when we're in love and all the stuff is happening for us. The problem is, is... We are wasting valuable time on a valueless relationship. A lot of times these relationships don't have the value we're giving them. And so often, because I've known people like this, they are suddenly saying, I love you. Well, quickly. Usually. Falling in love, which that's a whole nother show probably, doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you know when you are actually falling in love or as one of my friends says, is it falling in lust? Mm-hmm. Right? True. Because, I mean, love has got to be more than this quick, quick. How do you know you love somebody if you've just known them online for two weeks? Woo! We got Nan on the line. All right. Nan, how are you, girl? Hey, I'm doing very good. How are you doing today? Well, good. Are you listening to this show? I am listening to this show. Are you learning anything? I can reflect back on my most recent relationship and... I wish I'd have heard this show before I got in that relationship. <laughs> yeah, since we both know you, we wish you would have too. <laughs> no, we're, we're teasing you. No. Uh, why would you say that, Nan? Why would you say that? Well, I mean, you were talking about the red flags, and I mean, there were, you know, you were talking about how they will just pour out their life to you when they first meet you. That's exactly what this person did in my life. Okay. And there again, y'all were saying, about, oh, they trust me. And that's what I was thinking. Oh, this person trusts me. Yeah. You know, and it just poured out. I mean, and I should have seen there were red flags all over the place. And I kept overlooking them and I kept overlooking them. And then finally one day I, I woke up, if you will, and I, I couldn't ignore them anymore. Right. So I broke 
up the relationship. Okay, so there's the point. I think this is good that you're, you called in and you're saying this. This was a process of you realizing, well, there's another red flag. But at first you didn't even see them as red flags, did you? Did you just, just think this was quirky or weird or something? I, I did not. I did not look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and... Because uh, it was and, good it to was, get the attention, right? You Were you getting phone calls and yes, texts it, and uh, emails? Yes. It, we were on the phone all the time. Okay. Um, and it was it was, it was was nice to have the attention. This person was very attentive and, you know, uh, nice and sweet and just, you know. Yeah. And then, then, I, then I woke up one day and all of a sudden, wait, this is not good anymore. This is not the way it should be anymore. And I broke up with this person. Well, don't you think that truth eventually wins out? Doctor, I'm going to ask Dr. Angel that, and then we'll go to you, Nan, for that answer. Don't you think eventually, I mean, it may take a few weeks or months, but don't you think people eventually begin to... Not always. I've watched people sitting in marriages that have all these flags and decide to ignore them and continue in these okay, marriages. Okay, so it can go on and on and Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Okay, that's an important Depends point. on how long it takes for us to kind of wake up, as Nan said. You know, we're, we're willing to look at it as a flag. Right. Because we got to be open to that, right? Right. Because like she said, in the beginning, she felt like, oh, she's sharing with me and she trusts me and, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're connecting and this is a good thing. Right. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add to that, Nan, before we go to break? Uh, no, not really. Just if people are in that kind of relationship, I encourage them to get out. <laughs> Right. And uh, that's one thing we're going to talk about here in this series about how to get out and how to confront and all of that. Um, I'm pretty, pretty excited about this series. And so is Dr. Angel. So, Nan, thanks for calling in. Thank you. Thank you. Be right back, everybody. Stay tuned. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Talk Radio Network. All right. Good music. Dr. Angel and Pete work on music all the time. Excellent, excellent. If you just joined us, we're in a brand new series, and it's called Blind Man's Bluff. And we're talking about the red flags in relationships and why so many people don't see them and how do you detect them and what should be some tips and some pointers and some red flags for you to see the red flags <laughs> and all of that good stuff. And this is Go Yard with Mama Mac and Dr. Angel. And Dr. Angel, you are active every day in the counseling field and you see mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. People come in very hurt by relationships that they had high hopes for, that they thought this was their soulmate that they met online, that they've talked to for 10 days. And so, yeah, we are going to get married and we are this and he's already shopping for a ring what i mean that's a red flag uh, yes that is a huge <laughs> red flag rushing um, don't you think the rushing is very much a red flag you you're know, all i've ever wanted right moving <laughs> to, you know that's it goes with not only sharing too much too soon but moving too fast moving too soon too fast absolutely so why do we i, I know there's got to be some reasons why this is a common human 
problem. Why do we wear blinders? Why are we those blind men and women around that don't see what is right in front of our face? Because I have had family members and friends and and kids. I can remember in high school when my kids were dating in high school, and sometimes I would go, "Oh my gosh, no, no, you can't go on with this," and it would make them mad. So they dig their heels in and just go right on with it. You know what I mean? Oh As yes, I do. A parent, you're a parent of three. I'm a parent. Three. I mean, seriously, it's a common problem. It sure is. It's a very common problem. Um, and I think one, I think there's a, a lot of reasons this happens to us. I don't think it's just like this one thing that happens. Okay. So falling in love, especially with our romantic relationships, you know, we have this rush of emotions, those feelings of euphoria. I mean, even if it's a, a friendship, we may still have some of those great feelings happening to us as we feel needed and valued and significant you just brought up that term again falling in love how do you know if you're falling in love (laughs) well that is a show in and of itself that is isn't it It why is is that so complicated it is so complicated because there's just not a formula for it so it's when you find yourself looking forward to hearing from that person when you know you see their messages or phone calls and you smile and it can change your day like those are those feelings that you're having that are euphoric. Right. And so a lot of times when we start But again, that, that could way, be falling in lust, correct? It could be falling in lust, absolutely. Right. You know, and a lot of times it's accompanied by those feelings of feeling special and right. significant. Yeah. And, you know, which everybody enjoys feeling those ways. Sure. So when someone's sure. making you feel that way, wow. we don't want to see a problem with them. Right. We like the feeling we're getting right now. Right. Um, so that's, I think, a big one. Okay. Um, fear that this could be your last chance at love. I can't tell you the number of people I've heard this from. Really? You know, even people in their 20s, like, oh my gosh, I'm an old maid. No one's ever going to want me. <laughs> That's kind like, of laughable. but It is kind of comical, but they believe but it. they believe it, and if they believe it, then it's their truth, and then that's what's dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Fear of never finding anybody else. So I'll just, yeah. I'll just settle for this this guy. He's pretty good, really. Usually it happens after someone's been in a long-term relationship or a pretty serious relationship. Okay. We'll get this, well, this could be my last chance kind of feeling. Um, or people just have had a series of really not good relationships. Or been married a couple times right. and divorced and think that they're never going to find the right person, so they exactly. settle quickly mm-hmm. again. That's that fear that's building up that, oh, well, I might as well take this one because I might not get another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Is that common in, from your experience? Yeah, I see a lot of people who feel this way. Okay. I really do see a lot of people who feel this way. And I use the line with them that it's better to be alone and healthy to than to be in an unhealthy relationship and miserable. A friend of our used to be on the Sunday show with me would always say it's better be to be alone than to wish you were. That is very true. Connie used to say that all the time. It's better to wish to be alone than to wish you were. Explain that. Well, when you are in a bad relationship or in an unhealthy relationship, you don't usually want to be in that. And sometimes it's hard for people to get out. You know, they have feelings of like guilt or maybe I won't financially make it or there's something holding you there. So you want to be alone. But you're stuck. Yeah. So it's better to just be alone than to be stuck. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, exactly. But there's so many people that are so afraid of being alone that they go ahead and stay in that situation Mm -hmm. with red flags just flying all over the place. But at least they're not alone. True. They do. They do. There are many people who sit in that and... You know, it's not a good place for them to be in there. That's that fear. Right. It's a fear. Fear is huge. wanted and not being yeah. loved and not being valued and not being somebody special, you know. And we got to stop buying that lie, first of all. Well, I don't be- care how old you are in life. There's always an opportunity. Exactly. So what about the person who is uh, getting older and older and and somehow looks up an old friend you know from high school or somebody they dated and suddenly they reconnect after many many years but they were never dating before but they were just friends and then eventually they end up together because they realize that they are really friends that happens i mean 
Isn't that a good basis for a relationship? Friendship? Uh, friendship is a, the best basis for a relationship because friendship takes time, should be taking time to build. And right. so, you know, when especially a romantic relationship, if you're not enjoying what that other person enjoys, like, that goes to spending time with them and things like that. And so friendship and enjoying common things gives you something to build on. Right. And I think that when a relationship is based on a period of time of seeing somebody in a lot of different situations, you have the ability to see, do they blow up quickly? True. Do they scream and holler and stomp their foot and slam the, slam the door all the time? How did they handle difficult life Situations, or the everyday, or know, just are the everyday things. Respectful yeah. words when they talk to me. Are they demeaning me? Are they, right. you know, that do they value me? You know, those are important things to be assessing in our in our relationships. All of them, friendship, romantic, it doesn't matter. Slow down, you're Slow. moving too fast now. You know, it's, that's funny you say that because it's the number one advice I give therapists and, and supervision is slow really? down. You're going too fast with your clients because right. they have that feeling like we just got to get there. And I'm like, that relationship is built on trust. Trust doesn't happen overnight. It does not. You know, not even in that professional therapeutic relationship. Right. So it's definitely not slow happening. Down. Why is it that we humans, um, and when we, okay, so I, I think this is a, a red flag right here. Okay. When you're in a situation with somebody, let's say you met them six weeks ago, okay. and they really are starting to talk about getting married, okay? okay. That's a red flag, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you may be rushing. You know, the old Jeff Foxworthy things. You yeah. may be, yeah, you may be uh, in uh, blind man's bluff there, right there, okay? But that so often people are... They like the feeling of the euphoria of, oh my gosh, I think I'm in love. I think I'm in love. Well, you've been out twice. I think I'm in love. This is the one. This I know is the it. one. I my mean, soulmate. oh my gosh. Um, people are in love with being in love. Okay, can we quote you on that, doctor? You can. People are in love with being in love. And those feelings of euphoria and all that dopamine that's happening in our brain. Yeah. It wears off. Makes you kind of dopey, doesn't it? It does, but it wears <laughs> off, you know, after a period of time. And sure it's does. not the run. So if that's what's fueling your relationship, you're, you're building it on something that's not lasting. That's it's exactly right. It's like the right. sand. It's going to come out from under you. Those feelings will start getting less and less as, you know, the newness wears off. And But that that's the what we call the honeymoon phase, right? Mm-hmm. In Absolutely. a relationship. It's not necessarily meaning that you got married and you're gone on a honeymoon. It's not that. Explain honeymoon phase. Well, in that honeymoon phase is when you do, you get all those feelings of euphoria, all that dopamine, all that goodness that happens, the tingling, you know, the goosebumps if you kiss, you know, that happens for a short period of time. Um, and then the just like anything else, it, it goes away. It's kind of like, you know, our bodies now have this safe relationship, so we don't have those same levels of feeling. It, we base a relationship on commitment and trust and friendship and, and enjoying each other's company exactly instead of those feelings that we're getting from that relationship so if you're basing your relationship on this dopamine rush or whatever you want to call it be careful that's a red flag that's going to go away it is going to go away and everybody has, you know, a different time when it goes away for you, and it, it starts to fade. I've known people who've sat down and made a big checklist of mm-hmm. what they're looking for in a person, right? And I talked to somebody like this recently, and they said, well, I went down the list, and everything but two things this person had on my list, you know, and I won't even go into all those things that they were, but, oh, they had this, and they had this, and they had this, and they had this. And I said, what were those two things that, that they didn't have. Uh, those were really important things. Oh, wow. Okay. They were very important things. And so my advice to this person was, instead of just looking at, okay, this guy's got 22 out of 24 or 25 things, how important were those 22 versus the three that he didn't have? Exactly. Because we wait. Sometimes we just count up people. I've heard people do this. Count up all the positives on one side of the ledger. And that means, okay, well, 22 out of 25 ain't bad. I'm going for this. 
Right. And then those three items might be things like trust and, right. you know, some <laughs> loyalty, some really important things there. And, and that's what we do. We kind of talk ourselves into accepting those flaws. That's, okay. That's very important right there. There's, there we go back to our title, blind man's bluff, because we're being bluffed. We are. But we don't even see it when we're like that. And when we are taking, well, I mean, he's got 22 out of 25 things. Right. And then we start to feel, oh, am I too picky? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And we start bluffing ourselves. Right. Talking ourselves right out of, you know, things that are important to us. You know, and we change a lot of times. We're willing to. To to meet those standards of what they want. Right. Absolutely. We are. Yeah. Um, because we those feelings of euphoria are so wonderful, we don't want them to go away. But, I mean, they almost always go away. Oh, they always go okay. away. Okay, so a relationship that, that lasts the te- test of time, where you're just comfortable in each other's presence, when you have things in common, you both like to go to a game, or you both like to sit on the beach and read a good book, or whatever. Talk to me about that importance of that in relationships. Well, you have to look at, it's huge on the importance scale, because we want to build any of our relationships, friendships, romantic partnerships, we want them built in something that's going to last, and it's going to, you know, we change, we grow, we emerge as we go through this life we should be at least right and so the things that make us feel a certain way now in six months may not make us feel feelings are always changing it's like quicksand and so if we're expecting those feelings to hold us through they're not because they're always changing Mm -hmm. so we need to have those friendships and the trust and the loyalty and those are important qualities and spending time together you know that's what we're building on right the character. The character. Oh, boy. We're going to have to talk about that a lot, I can tell you. Okay, let me ask you this, and I can't believe our time is slipping away so quickly. Uh, let me ask you about the person who has just met somebody. They've only known him three weeks. They're already talking about, oh, uh, he's going to buy me this, or he's going to you know, build a new house for us, or whatever the case may be. And all they can talk about when they're with their friends or family members is how awesome new guy is. Oh yes. Oh yes. And he's just the best thing I've ever known. And I, he's just, he's got 22 check marks. Oh, he's awesome. Doesn't have 25, but he has 22. (laughs) And so he is so awesome. I don't know about you, but people around that kind of stuff don't want to hear that over and over and over again. Well, no, they don't. And so what we're doing is we exaggerate the awesome things and of those people, and we're ignoring the flaws that we're starting to see or that we experience of those people. So we're just trying to talk ourselves right out, right into believing right into the bluff. This. Okay, right, believing the bluff. Now, let's say this person's got family members, friends around them that are seeing red flags because it seems to me dr angel that a lot of people around us see the flags that we don't see oh yes they do because they don't have the feelings that we ah, have that's it i was gonna ask you why is that but that is it right there yeah, because the feelings blinded. They're, they're you're invested or this person this person sally we're gonna call her <laughs> sally's invested in this relationship and really wants to be married Yes. Quickly. So she's got the fear of maybe not having someone or the feelings of euphoria and the dopamine, which becomes those rose-colored glasses if we let it. If Mm -hmm. we let it. Right. And so when the friends or family members try to say, slow down, you're moving too fast now. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to listen. We need to step back for a minute. And if you can't find flaws in the person you're dating, that's a red flag. <laughs> there you go. That is. If you can't admit to if you some can't of their see, flaws, mm-hmm, that's definitely a red flag. And so the listener out there that would say, well, I don't know how much weight to put on each red flag and how do I know what's really important to cause me to slow down and what is just my friends being jealous of me because I now have the man of my dreams okay so there's not a hard and fast rule 
But when I work with people, we make their list of what is really important to you. Like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for someone that's going to be trustworthy? Are they going to keep your secrets? Are they going to show up when they say they're going to show up? Are they going to stay loyal and not, you know, let things interact with your relationship? And making that list of these are the things that are like the deal breakers. Like if this happened, ooh, I ooh. wouldn't feel safe in this relationship emotionally. Deal breakers. People don't usually make lists of the no, deal they breakers. Don't. They make lists, rosy lists of the things they think, ah, he's got all this stuff. Right. You know? And we want to look at what are the things that if it happened in a relationship would like severely hurt my ability to be in a relationship with For this instance, person. For instance, if you catch him in bed with somebody else. Yeah. It's or, or if you catch them doing drugs or right or if you they don't come home for two days or lying might be a big one or stealing or right um all kinds of stuff. not everyone, going to work and then trying to make you pay for their bills everyone has a different level of what they're willing to accept and what they're not willing to accept and so those become your deal breakers and so deal breakers okay i like that i really like that and that is this is something that will keep you from ending up in a very hurtful situation. What are your deal breakers? And I mean, for our listeners out there that are participating right now in the show and thinking, and this is like, oh, oh I got to need to think about this a minute. Get a pen, get a journal, get something. When I find the person that I think might be my life partner, what would be my deal breakers? Is right. that what you're asking Absolutely. them to do? That's exactly what I'm asking them to do. So maybe you don't like people who degrade you or belittle you. Or maybe you want your family is important. So you want that person to get along with your family. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have children and that there's something in there that's important. Those are the things you need to be looking for. Instead of, is he 6'2", dark hair, you know, Like his chest. body, yeah. Yeah, forget that. That goes with time anyway. So look at those they, deal breakers. They do shrink and they do get yes, bald. It happens. So okay. <laughs> um, look at those deal breakers. Those right. are those deep things, those character traits that are really important to you. So you're saying character versus exterior, right? Oh, yes. And character versus feelings. Versus exterior and feelings. And we've already established that feelings are usually somewhat temporary. And so is exterior. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad, but it's true. It is true. The older you get, the less cool you are, right? It is true. And, you know, age takes away our muscle mass. <laughs> uh, a lot of times women, if they when they have children, their bodies totally change. What happened to me and I you? Know, totally did. <laughs> no, but seriously, mm-hmm. none of us at whatever age we're at, unless we are 19 or 20, are going to look like we did at 20 when we're 55, course we're not meant to look that we're not way. supposed to our bodies are deteriorating getting ready to die yep. <laughs> that's oh really, gosh hey that's really encouraging isn't it no, no it's just a process aging. we're aging aging is not a bad thing by the way mm. i keep saying myself telling myself that it's true it's not a bad it's thing. it's not a bad thing why it is, is it not a bad thing well because we're gaining maturity and wisdom and a lot of things along the way because with age comes experience. With age comes experience and how many times do you ha- hear people say and I've said it myself if I only knew right then, now at this age mm-hmm. what I know now when I was at, 20 or when 15, I was 30 yes. when I was 55 whatever even any of those ages I mean we can't that's not how life happens mm-hmm. we learn by experience we learn by going through difficult things but we've all known people who are at that age at that age where they should know better let's call it that age whatever mm-hmm. that age is 40 45 85 and they still don't wow 85 and they still and they don't know better is really based on your experiences you've had so yeah if you've had a negative you know i don't care how old you are if you've not had a romantic relationship that you're going to be kind of behind the eight ball of what to expect because you haven't had anything to base it on right um so the more we've gone through experience then we should know right for the next time we should be carrying that in with us oh wow let's finish this category before we get out of here how do we how do why do we we're gonna finish this one but okay okay 
Um, let's just finish up this point that you wrote okay. on this after we discussed this. Unrealistic fantasies. That's a big the one. The Cinderella effect. Let's close with that. Oh, my gosh. We'll have to start with that, I think, next week. Well, we can give a little bit on it. The uh, Cinderella effect, you know, we're, we're taught since we're little, especially girls, that, you know, the happily ever after, they're going to swoop Princess. us off, the rescue, like all of these wonderful things. And there's no such yes. thing as happily ever after. And someone who's coming in to rescue you is not a long-term relationship. We shouldn't need to be rescued. Um, That's not a healthy relationship. So that whole mentality of unrealistic fantasies or expecting, you know, to never have a problem or a financial issue or whatever, again, is not realistic. It's not realistic. We measure them on these unrealistic expectations. Well, life happens. So, I mean, people can lose their fortune in a month. I mean... They can lose their health with a bad diagnosis. Absolutely. Things can happen. Life happens, uh, and there's no guarantees. Yeah, there are no guarantees. So it's not an, uh, once you find that, oh, this is it, so I'm set for life. And it's not like that. Life happens. Life happens. And there, you know, we need to make our expectations realistic and not be dating on these unrealistic expectations of this whole happily ever after because that's when we wear blinders and we stop looking at what's happening around us wow great show i mean just think of cinderella cinderella just think of her you know she's the one who started that but how many people did he have to put the shoe on before he found the right girl well he obviously (laughs) wasn't paying much attention to what she looked like right there you go so just there's All always right. you red got flags. about one minute. Sum it up. What have we talked about tonight in part one of Blind Man's Bluff? Well, we got to choose to take off our blinders. We have to choose to look at things for how they really are, especially our relationships, and quit letting people bluff us into thinking there's something they're not. Because when we do that and we fall for it, it's always going to result in hurt of some mm-hmm. kind. Sure will. But when you go in it and you kind of can see the struggles and then you can say, oh, can we work through this? Can I live with this? Right. You have a better right. chance. And it's it's the matter of really accepting people for who they are, but also some things are not acceptable. True story. And so don't feel like you have to do that. Nobody's got a gun to your head. You yep. don't have to accept things that you can't. And if those three things on your 25-point list are pretty big and have a lot of value in them, you better slow down. Slow down. Wow. If you have questions, comments, you want answered, go ahead and email us at goyard2014 at gmail.com, and we will try to answer your question next week when we are live again, goyard2014 at gmail.com, or text me directly, 727-888-4171. We want to hear from you. We want your questions to be answered, so send them in because... Let's get some real live questions going on here with this topic. Blind Man's Bluff. Check it out next Thursday night. Again, the same time, same station for part two of this brand new series. This has been Fun Dr. Angel. Pete, we enjoyed this. This was fun. Good. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. It'll help you find the right person, too. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're all. All right. We're all in this together. Okay. Have a good evening, everybody. See you next week. And you are who? Dr. Angel. And I'm Mama Mac, and we'll see you soon. Good night. Oh, Lord, have mercy on this weary soul.